Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Welcome to the Gaming Ride Home podcast for Tuesday, June 16th. I am Kyle Hillier. Here's a whole bunch of video game stuff that happened recently. Square Enix announces a Kingdom Hearts rhythm game. The Pokemon Company is teasing some announcements for tomorrow morning. Fortnite's The Device event covered the world in water and set up the new season. Blood Rain and Advent Rising might be making a return. And we should be learning about some DC video games from WB Games pretty soon. Square Enix announces a Kingdom Hearts rhythm game subtitled Melody of Memory. Kingdom Hearts is having a nice week with the release of some of the original Kingdom Hearts games on Xbox Game Pass, and now Square Enix has announced a new Kingdom Hearts game with Melody of Memory. It's a rhythm game, but the biggest surprise about the game is that its subtitle actually makes sense and is easy to pronounce. All the details about the game at the time of this writing are in Japanese, so it's hard to fully confirm, but it is apparently planned for a worldwide release on Xbox One, PlayStation 4, and Switch. I believe this game's release will mark the first time the Kingdom Hearts franchise has appeared on Switch. The Japanese trailer for the game shows Sora and Pals running down something akin to a guitar hero or rock band track and attacking Heartless in time with Kingdom Hearts music, which looks super fun. And the Kingdom Hearts series has a great soundtrack. Another sequence showed Sora and Pals flying through the air, hitting button prompts in time with the music, while cutscenes from previous games played in the background. That looked less fun. There was also what appeared to be a boss fight, all set to music, which seemed cool again. I'm not a Kingdom Hearts lore expert, but the trailer ended focusing on Kyrie and showing a few cutscenes. To me, it implies that this game will have some story content that will potentially focus on Kyrie. The game is planned for release this year. The Pokemon Company is teasing something for tomorrow morning. Tomorrow marks the release of Pokemon Sword and Shield's big DLC expansion, but that apparently won't be the only Pokemon thing for tomorrow. The official Pokemon Twitter account tweeted this morning, We have Pokemon news. You want Pokemon news. Sounds to us like you should tune in tomorrow at 6 a.m. Pacific time for hashtag Pokemon Presents. What do you think, trainers? I'm curious what this could be. I would be disappointed if it is just a deep dive into the DLC that is coming out tomorrow, or maybe a deep dive into the rest of the DLC that is releasing later in the year, I think it has the potential to be the announcement of a something like a Pokemon Ultra Sword and Ultra Shield announcement, you know, of some kind that will just be a re-release of Sword and Shield, but with all the DLC included, which would be fine, but is not particularly exciting. It could be an update, on Pokemon Sleep, or maybe the reveal of some new Pokemon spin-offs. Pokin 2 
maybe, or something like that, I would love to be surprised by something unexpected. Like Pokemon Snap 2 or something. That won't be happening, but I would love to be wrong. Fortnite's latest season ends with a tidal wave, sort of. Fortnite's current season is coming to an end, and it did so yesterday with a big event that turned the storm that creeps in during every match into water, complete with visible whales and sharks swimming around, thanks to a doomsday device from the character Midas that players have been interacting with this whole season. It was a cool sequence, and even had this weird, potentially fourth-wall-breaking moment where players found themselves in a nondescript office for a moment, and an NPC addressed the player directly, asking them if they could hear them. It was weird, and not everybody saw it live, as many players were not able to get in due to overcrowding on the servers. I wouldn't be surprised to learn if Epic limited entry on purpose just to make the whole thing a little more exclusive and interesting. But it did write on Twitter, we were overwhelmed by the response to the device. At 12 million players in-game, we capped participation for stability, while 8.4 million more watched live on Twitch and YouTube. As we push the edge of what live events can be, we're improving systems so more of you can experience them in-game. The device event sets the stage for the new season launch on Wednesday. We can't wait for you to dive in. My daughter was able to get in yesterday, and after it all went down, she breathlessly recounted the whole event to me. She's very excited for the next season, and I am actually finding myself getting excited too. I'm eager to see how it will change things tomorrow. Ziggurat Interactive buys the rights to Blood Rain and... Advent Rising from Majesco. On Ziggurat Interactive's website, it describes itself as a new and old video game company. It specializes in remastering old games, and it recently announced some interesting intentions when it purchased the rights to a handful of properties from Majesco. Blood Rain was a PS2 GameCube Xbox era action third person shooter game series that accounted for two mainline games and a third, smaller side-scroller that released in 2011. The series follows Rain, a vampire woman with bright red hair who really hates Nazis. It's a series that has been pretty dormant since that 2011 release, but it looks like Ziggurat Interactive is bringing it back. My friend Brian Shea reported on the acquisition for Game Informer and wrote, For Blood Rain in particular, Ziggurat Interactive is working with the original developer, Terminal Reality, to update the PC versions of the game to improve compatibility and enhance the experience. The publisher is also looking into ways to further explore and expand Blood Rain's already rich universe. Alongside Blood Rain, Ziggurat also acquired the rights for Raises Hell, a game where players control a demon-like character and fights against a race of adorable creatures that are secretly villainous, Flip's Twisted World, a puzzle platformer where you can rotate the world, and a property I am genuinely excited might be getting a second chance, Advent Rising. Advent Rising is a sci-fi game from Donald and Jeremy Mustard, who later went on to found developer Chair, which released the Fantastic Shadow Complex and the Infinity Blade games. These days, Donald Mustard works pretty much exclusively on Fortnite. 
I really liked Advent Rising at the time of its release and its alien invasion story. It also ended with a cliffhanger that I just had now assumed was forever doomed to never be followed up on. I honestly don't think it will ever get a sequel, but I would love an excuse to revisit the game with updated visuals and performance. One of the downfalls of the original game was that it struggled. I remember even an early cutscene having really rough frame rate issues on Xbox, but the combat was really cool. It's a combination of shooting and psychic abilities that were each mapped to separate control sticks and triggers, so you could do things like fling enemies to space with the left control stick and fire off your weapon with the right. I really liked that game, and I hope Ziggurat has some plans for it. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. The DC Fan Dome event is promising details about upcoming WB games. In August, DC will be streaming a 24-hour virtual fan experience event that will dive deep into all kinds of DC Comics properties as they pertain to entertainment. So there will be news and interviews about DC movies, TV shows, comics, and arguably, most importantly, at least for the purposes of this podcast, video games. There aren't any specific teases in the press release for the event regarding games, unfortunately, but it does specifically say there will be new announcements from WB Games, which, quick aside, might fall under a different publisher soon, as it sounds like AT&T is looking to sell off its WB Games arm to the highest bidder, but you can learn more about that from yesterday's episode. My pie-in-the-sky hope for this is we learn what WB Games Montreal the developer behind Batman Arkham Origins, is working on. For years now, there have been teases that the studio is working on a Court of Owls Batman video game, which may or may not be a reboot of the Arkham series of video games. I've also seen rumors that it might be working on a Batman Beyond game. It all sounds interesting, but at this point, I just I really want to know more. The event starts early on August 22nd. Here's what released today, as well as some other odds and ends. Nintendo Surprise released a new free game last night called Jump Rope Challenge. According to a tweet from Nintendo, quote, This simple game was created by a few Nintendo developers while working from home in Japan 
to add quick and fun physical movement into their daily life. I haven't had a chance to play it myself, but it's a game about jumping rope, and it's played with Joy-Cons. You dock your Switch, grab the Joy-Cons, and pantomime jump roping while a cute animated bunny replicates your on-screen jump roping. It's totally left field. It feels like a WarioWare minigame released as a free standalone Switch game, and I kind of love it for that reason. Its warning on its eShop page are probably pretty standard, but they stand out in a weird way, maybe because there is just not a lot to say about the game, so Nintendo highlighted the medical warnings, but it says consult a doctor before playing if you are or may be pregnant, you have heart, respiratory, back, joint, or other orthopedic conditions, you have high blood pressure, or you have difficulty with physical exercise, or you have been instructed to restrict physical activity. If you experience excessive fatigue, shortness of breath, chest tightness, dizziness, discomfort, or pain while playing, and this is in all caps, stop, use immediately, and consult a doctor. Keep your activity within reasonable limits and avoid excessive exertion. That's a lot of scary text for a free game about jump roping with a little animated bunny. Disintegration is out today from developer V1 Interactive. It's out on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. Developer V1 is an independent studio founded by Marcus Leto, who is credited as a co-creator of Halo. Playing the beta a little bit, I, I can see a little halo in there, mostly with the art direction. The vehicles and characters wouldn't look out of place in a Halo game. It's kind of a first-person shooter in that you are behind a gun from the first-person perspective, but the main thing you are doing is directing troops on the ground from a floating motorbike above the battlefield. It actually reminded me of Brutal Legend a little in that there is RTS stuff happening, but... You can also drop down into the fight if you want. It's an interesting idea, and even though I am not a big strategy guy, I am rooting for it to find its audience just because I think it is unique. I don't think I've really played anything quite like it. Darius Cosmic with a Z Collection console and Darius Cosmic also with a Z Collection arcade are both out today. They're both collections of the side-scrolling Darius games, one focusing on Darius games that have released on consoles and the other focusing on the arcade versions. They're surprisingly expensive. The console one is like $78, and then the arcade one's like $45. It just surprised me, the price tag on those games, at least on the PlayStation 4 versions. Also out today is Desperados 3 from Me, Me, Me Games and THQ Nordic. It's a real-time tactics stealth game set in the Old West. It falls in line with THQ Nordic's efforts to revitalize otherwise dormant franchises. I am not super familiar with the Desperados series, but this is obviously the third one, so you know it's been around for a while. It's out today on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. There is also a free demo available for the game on Xbox and PC, and a PlayStation 4 demo is on the way. And speaking of demos... A demo for Grounded, which is basically the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids video game, should be out today on Xbox One and Steam. I unfortunately don't know the specific details of how to play the demo. At the time of this writing, the demo is not yet available, but it should be by the time you're listening to this episode. And still, continuing to speak of demos even more, a demo for Windjammers 2 is out on Steam today. Windjammers is a made-up video game sport 
that is kind of like a cross between frisbee and volleyball. It's almost like modern Pong. The original game has a bit of a cult following, so if you want to see what it's all about, you can check out the demo for Windjammers 2 today. The character Lightning Max has been added to the game One Punch Man, A Hero Nobody Knows as DLC today. The Elder Scrolls Online is out today on Stadia, which is an interesting release. I think it's Stadia's first MMO. I could be wrong about that, but I am curious how the genre adapts to Stadia's platform. Carry On is a weird game that looks a little like a Metroid-inspired throwback, but you play as this just big mass of goo. It's, it's weird, but it looks creepy and cool. Publisher Devolver Digital announced today that it will be coming to Xbox One, PC, and Switch all at the same time when it releases this summer. That's it for gaming news today. Still playing The Last of Us Part 2. Still really enjoying it. Definitely want to hold off on saying anything more specific about it until everyone is playing it and we can all discuss it. The preload for the game is apparently up right now, which means if you pre-ordered the digital version of the game, you can go ahead and start downloading it. It's about 80 gigabytes. Another little random thing for today, the official soundtracks for Silent Hill 2, 3, and 4 are on Spotify. According to at an internal enigma on Twitter, this isn't the first time they have been on Spotify, but I guess they were removed about seven years ago and they now have returned. Feels like the wheels are turning in the Silent Hill universe a little bit, right? Like it's slowly waking back up. If you have corrections or just feedback in general, feel free to send me tweets or DMs to either at Kyle M. Hilliard or at GamingRideHome, or you can send an email to kyle at ridehome.info, and please consider leaving a review for the podcast wherever you listen to it. You can also check out my Twitch account, Kyle Impersonator, I, I don't know what I'm playing right now. I played Golden Sun on Friday, which was fun to revisit. I played Castlevania Lords of Shadow yesterday, which, again, was super fun to revisit. I need to figure out what game I want to play in full. I still haven't decided. I might put a Twitter poll up today or tomorrow. Get some, get some feedback there. You can also find me on the MinMax Show for more long-form video game discussion. I will talk to you more about video games tomorrow. 